from Red Hook in the heart of the Hudson Valley, this is Radio Rotary. This is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today, Jonah, we're coming to you, our listening audience, from the Bread and Bottle Restaurant in the heart of Red Hook, New York. And from the meeting, we're at an official Rotary meeting this morning. I know, I had breakfast. I know Did if I'm you? meeting, I'm at, at Rotary. The food was wonderful. Let me just get that out of the way right okay. away. And, and which club is this? This is the Red Hook Rotary Club. And Sarah, we're delighted to welcome back an old friend of Radio Rotary, uh, past president of the Red Hook Rotary Club, Nikki Weaver. Good morning, Nikki Weaver, and welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning, Joan, and good morning, Sarah. So, well, we're going to talk a little bit about one of the great prides of the Red Hook Rotary, our therapy dog program. Uh, Nikki, what is a therapy dog? A therapy dog, a certified therapy dog, is registered with Dog Therapy Incorporated that is in Wyoming. Okay, and what do therapy dogs do? Ther- therapy dogs visit um, state facilities, um, hospitals, um, they visit nursing homes, they do shut-in visits, uh, they are called in in emergency rooms when necessary. Um, therapy dogs, they just want to put a smile on everyone's face. And uh, we've had two therapy dogs in um, the Red Hook Club. Tell us a little about uh, both of them. Well, there's one, um, one that passed away just recently, Molly. She started a dog therapy program in Northern Dutchess area. Um, she was 14 when she passed away, and she was a superb therapy dog. Um, and she was a golden retriever, wasn't she? A she a golden retriever, and she started visiting the nursing homes when she was approximately nine months old. Now, uh, golden retrievers and labs, are those your typical therapy dogs? Are there some breeds that lend themselves to this type of activity more than others, Nikki? We've had German Shepherds, we've had Poodles, we've had um, little Chihuahuas. We've had lapso-apsos. We've had every breed imaginable. Have you had a collie like Lassie? We have not had a collie. This is disappointing. Don't Sorry remember. Because I, I grew up with Lassie. And I can tell you're King, disappointed, Jonah. <laughs> Sergeant Preston's dog, King. Uh-huh. Uh, he was a uh, Alaskan husky. Oh. Oh, but that's all. Okay. So, so well, back to yeah. <laughs> back to real life therapy dogs in real life, Jonah. I need, I need um, therapy. What I'm are sure. the? <laughs> you said it. I did. You stole my shtick for uh-huh. today. So, what about the owners now? I mean, I've, uh, you've just explained to us that you can have any type of breed that has the type of personality that is obviously must be loving and caring and interested and likes people. I mean, there are dogs that don't like people. Right, Hello. right. So um, what about the owners? What about the, do they need training or what is, what is their commitment? How do you identify, how does it, how do you break out the dog and the owners and then how do they work together? First, I want to say though, I don't want to slight Sheba. Sheba is now still a therapy dog. She's now eight and she's taken, um, uh, Molly's, I can't say place, but she's also working as a therapy dog in all and the areas. And what breed is she? Sheba is also a golden retriever. Okay. Um, number one is the handlers also have to be trained. However, a handler knows their pet. They know if uh, their dog would snarl if someone comes up to them. They know if the dog growls. They know if they like people. Um, but you can't just leave it up to the owners because, like all of us um, dog parents, you know, we all think we have the most wonderful 
animal in the world. Of course, I know that I did. My, my golden also just passed away mm-hmm. at 14. I'm a golden person, if you can't tell. But anyway, how do you screen the handlers or the owners? Is there a process for that? What they do is the, the, the person will call me because I'm the, um, the, the, the liaison between the nursing home, hospital, and or the handler. They will call me, they'll tell me about their animal, their dog, and they will be screened by the activities director of each facility. And what I want to stress too is the dog does not have to be certified or registered with, dogs ther- with Dog Therapy Incorporated in order to become a therapy dog. Okay. They can go to certain nursing homes without any credentials. The activities director there will screen the handler. They will give them their policies and procedures mm-hmm. of what is what they have to do and what they can't do. So there is a protocol. There is a protocol. Mm-hmm. And the, the activities director, um, we're, I'm very comfortable with the relationship that we have with them. Okay. If they have a problem or if they're looking for a dog, they will call me. It's amazing, amazing what these animals can do to people. Now, Nikki Weaver of the Red Hook Rotary Club, who is the, uh, the mistress of our therapy dog and uh, the head of our therapy dog program, um, what got the Red Hook Rotary interested in doing therapy dogs? I mean, m- many Rotary clubs do a lot of great service projects, but this one's kind of uh, unique. It is unique. Yeah. I don't know any other uh, club in our district, right, in the Hudson Jonah, Valley. in the Hudson Valley, that does this type of activity, so, outreach. So what got us interested in that? Well, Molly was born in 1998, and I took her into the vet, Jim McDonald, here in Red Hook, in 1999 for one of her checkups. And Jim said to me, my, what a wonderful dog. Wasn't she a great therapy dog? I've been reading up on them. Mm-hmm. And then about two weeks later, the District of Rotary um, contacted us and said they wanted us to do a community project within individuals in the community on a one-to-one basis. And when we had that meeting, the little light bulb went up. I said, wow, maybe we can kind of put this all together and we could train Molly to become a therapy dog, not knowing what had to be done, right. thinking it was a one-two-three project. Um, and that's when I called Baptist Home, and they brought us right in, and that's when she started. And that's here in your community. That's and, here, and that's here in know, yes. For those who don't know what the Baptist Home is, a really brief description of the kind of people who live in the Baptist Home. Okay. What kind um, of patients? They're elderly patients, or um, they are also patients that have, they're in wheelchairs, they're, able, they're not able to take care of themselves in their own home. So it's assisted living? It's assisted living. Okay. okay. All right. So right here in Red Hook, Rhinebeck area, in this part of the county, so you decide that you want to launch, you and Molly are going to launch into this new career, basically, and um, and let's just say it is an understatement that she was an absolute standout therapy dog and beloved by one and all that knew her in this community. It got to a point where when she finally became certified to work at Northern Duchess Hospital, I was trying to contact them to start the program, and she was the first dog they had. And it got to the point where even um, the doctors at the hospital called Molly in at certain times because she was on it 24-7. They would call her from at the emergency room, and Dr. Sabia would ask her to sit with the person until the person had surgery, until her family came. Oh, that was wonderful. So that's so unusual, you would think, that in a hospital there would be a 
puppy dog on staff, <laughs> on call, basically. Did she have a beeper? I mean, no, who got the call? Know, I don't know if she got paged. You know, uh, yes. we have, we have, we're fortunate to have, there you go. We're fortunate to have uh, physicians and dentists as part of our club. And, you know, if you, if you visit somebody in the hospital, they'll say, Paging Dr. Jones, paging Dr. Did they ever page Molly? They never paged Molly. Um, but, you know, it was really strange. When I walked in, the staff members would say, it's time for staff therapy. Yeah. <laughs> and they would all accumulate in the So they, they would have their coffee break with oh, Molly, yeah. wouldn't they? It yes, was she, fine. Popular, beautiful, and just generous of heart. It's amazing know, what she, she did for some patients. Nikki, she, do, do, us a, do us a favor. Tell us about some of the real miracle story, stories that you witnessed with Molly as she went on her rounds in the local hospitals and nursing homes. Well, Molly used to visit the second floor for the physical therapy. Mm -hmm. And there was a young woman in there. She was probably in her 60s, and she had a stroke, and she couldn't move her left side. And they called me in to see if Molly could work with her um, to see if she can get her to talking and whatever. So Molly came over, and the young woman would try to pet her with her right hand, and Molly would back up two steps. And she would come forward again, and she would nuzzle her left hand, the young woman's left hand. Because miraculously so, that dog knew what she side knew. of her body was injured. They're just astonishing. She knew what was wrong. And um, this woman actually picked her left hand up with her right hand and pet Molly's head, and the woman moved her fingers and hand. For the first time. For the first time. She and responded to the therapy dog, Miss Molly. Immediately. Immediately. No wonder she was on call 24-7 at wonderful. the hospital. And, and tell, tell our audience in a minute we have left about the story of the woman who didn't talk until she met Molly. There was a woman on the second floor. She hadn't talked for about six months. She gave up eating. She literally just gave up. And her daughter was there, and she asked the nurse if she could see Molly, perhaps, because she loved dogs. So we did go into the room, and the woman, I took the woman's hand, and I, she pet Molly, and you could see the little smile on her face. And we were there approximately 10 minutes, and Molly turned around to walk away. Um, she did not want to leave. She was quite hesitant when she was pulling her away. And as she was leaving the room, the, young, the older woman said, Molly is beautiful. What a beautiful dog. Oh, and yeah. it was just, this woman just started cheering, and she was running out in the hall. It was just unbelievable. And it was like Molly was just stood there and said, well, see what I did? Aren't I good? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're going to learn more about the great works of Red Hook Rotary Club uh, with our guest, uh, Nikki Weaver, in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary, on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Treboss, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell. We're coming to you today from the Bread and Bottle Restaurant in Red Hook, in the heart of the Hudson Valley, and the meeting of the Red Hook Rotary Club. And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, this week Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Congress Valley Cottage, Highland Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri Village, Middletown Millbrook Newburgh, and New City New York. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. The 1,200,000 women and men of Rotary have accomplished extraordinary things. They've taught millions of people to read, worked toward world peace, and have nearly eradicated a crippling childhood disease from the face of the planet. But each of those 1,200,000 women and men know they could accomplish so much more. If only they were 1,200,000 and one. Find out what an impact one person can make. Learn about Rotary at rotary.org. 
For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. Well, thank you for that warm welcome. Jonah and I are coming to you live from the Bread and Bottle um, Restaurant in the heart of Red Hook, yes. New York, on and on the corner of Market Street and Broadway, and it's the food's delicious. The food is wonderful. Let's give them a plug here. And this is also the an official breakfast meeting of the Red Hook Rotary Club. And today, you and I are talking with your fellow Rotarian, exemplary, yes. and my professional colleague. Dave Wright. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. Good morning, John. Good morning, Sarah. And good morning once and again to Nikki Weaver. Good morning. And thank you for joining us in our last segment, Nikki. But Dave, we've uh, transitioned to talking to you about um, an annual event that happens here in the heart of the community, uh, Red Hook's Apple Blossom Day. And uh, tell us, what is that all about? What is the Apple Blossom Day, or some call it the Apple Blossom Festival? Right. It's a great community day, and it's the first uh, community day of the uh, year uh, locally in in Red Hook. And this year it's going to be the day before Mother's Day, uh, which is May 11, 2013. And the day starts at 10 and runs uh, until 4 p.m. And it's an outdoor festival. Definitely outdoor festival, weather-related. And we've been very fortunate over the last few years that um, the weather's been fantastic. Well, uh, I like to attribute that to the fact that we have two reverends in our club. That's true. And they're pretty mildly for good weather. So, um, Nikki Weaver, how did Apple Blossom Day start? And uh, when did Rotary step in and, uh, you know, start to lead Apple Blossom Day? Well, Apple Blossom Blossom Festival started approximately 25, 26 years ago by the Chamber of Commerce. Mm -hmm. And it started to celebrate the apple blossoms and the apple farms in this area. Which is, uh, it's just breathtaking on this side of the county, isn't it? And also, I believe your apple orchard is the number one destination in Dutchess County. I was reading it recently. You're right. And And what's the name of the orchard? Forgive me, because I'm I'm not, I'm from the other side of the county. So tell me what that is. Well, there are several orchards. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Are you talking about Greg's Prasad? I believe so. Pick your yeah, own. Yeah. Pick, it's Pick Your Own. It's one of the, if not the number one destination. Right. And we have the Mead Orchard, too, which works very right. closely with the Rotary. Right, right. So it was inspired by the Chamber of Commerce. However, the Red Hook Rotary Club, fast forward, got involved. And there's a very long story to that, and I'm going to make it very Okay, because <laughs> okay. we, we only have, we're on radio. Yeah, we only have about yeah, eight we, minutes left. <laughs> yeah. My husband and I went to Hawaii, and when I came back, Father Fred Cartier informed me that I was now coordinator of the Apple Blossom Festival. The Chamber of Commerce was having a hard time doing the Hard Scrabble and the Apple Blossom because Hard Scrabble is in September. Right, that's another community day we have Correct. an outdoor festival. Right. So, so it was a lot of work. Stuck. A lot you of were work volunteers. You missed for volunteers, yes. <laughs> okay, so in comes Nikki. So again, fast forward us to this was the year 2000, and I started contacting people, old vendors, people that I knew coming in 
trying to buy local entertainment, and it went off quite well in May. And from then on... It's grown. It has grown. So tell us about some of the things that are going to be happening this year. David? This year on the stage, we have live entertainment uh, pretty much from noon to four. We uh, Every year, the String Masters Country Band comes, and they do a great job. Oh, they're fabulous. They're they fabulous. do fantastic. And, uh, and what's that again? The String, String Masters, Masters Country, Country and Western. Now, do you wear your cowboy boots? David? Do me. you all have cowboy boots? No, I have a cowboy hat. <laughs> Hats will do in a pinch. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, so you've got entertainment. You've got great food. Yeah, we have a dance troupe also who usually kicks off the day on the stage and a couple of local bands, and then the String Masters finishes it up. Now, does this happen all through the day, or is there a, a yep. lot of, like, towards the evening, like some festivals do? Or No, it's all through the It's day. all through yeah. the day. It's sprinkled throughout the day. Okay, because that's good to know for people who are coming, maybe not at Ben. Yep, the day is 10 to 4, and the entertainment's really 12 to 4. Okay. Gotcha. Live on right. the stage. Uh, but, yes, as you mentioned, all sorts of vendors. Um, Great food, the fair food. We have kettle corn. We have high country barbecue. Does a great job with their pulled pork. Um, we have Trisha's fried dough and um, uh, cotton candy. The whole deal. So, so a lot really, of uh, lot of festival, carnival, outdoor picnicy, oh, Hudson you, Valley I'll tell you what, fair. fair listeners, here, listeners, here's, a, here's an offer. If you uh, would like to join me, I'm not paying because you know I'm a, I'm kind of a poor man well, on a. Fixed income, but if you want to join me on eating our way up and down Route Nine at the Apple Blossom Festival, just you know. What do you do? You booth hop? Oh, I booth Jonah hop. Oh yeah. Food hop? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just come to the rotary table, say I'm here, Jonah, and we'll just go up and down. And now that's a, a challenge. I'll follow you. <laughs> and as you mentioned, you have all sorts of vendors, uh, jewelry vendors, um, handmade uh, uh, wares that they bring, arts and crafts. Um, everything you can imagine, and a real fair mentality. And yeah. so it's a family event. Definitely. And Definitely we have, we have special fun. things for the kids, do we not, uh, Dave? Right. Yep. Actually, this year we do. We're going to have a kids section. Uh, it's going to be located by the Key Bank um, lot. Live pet, I won't say a petting zoo, but live animals, live baby animals, so they could uh, watch them and see them, and a bounce house and uh, face painting. So let's just for our listening audience, because you know we have quite a broad reach. So from people who are baby down in Terrytown or from Lower County, Red Hook is the center of Red Hook is located on 199 and, and, Route, 9. and Route 9. Broadway and Market Streets. Is, are the names right. of the streets, but the routes for people are 199 and Route 9. Right. And so when you say Key Bank, you're talking right, right, we can see oh, Key right. Bank from here. Yeah. We're sitting on the corner at this uh, official breakfast meeting at the Bottle and Bread restaurant. Bread and Bottle. Bread and Bottle. And you never, Say that three times fast. Bread and bottle, bread and bottle, bread and bottle. <laughs> You're hired. You. Radio professional at work, radio ladies and gentlemen. About, probably three miles from the uh, Kingston Rancliffe Bridge. Okay, yeah. so there you go to get Plenty your bearings. Plenty of free parking. And so the festival spread out through the heart of the village, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the, uh, what I love, too, don't y'all have those identifying apron thingies or like yes. like coveralls or yes. something that y'all wear, the the Red Hook Rotary people? Yes, we do. We have them. So if you need to ask any questions or find out any any information, locate one of the Rotarians with their vest. And it says? Red Hook Rotary. Red Rotary. At work, doesn't it? Uh, no, actually no, not. No, Red Hook Rotary? Okay. Yeah. With mine says Red Hook Rotary at rest. Yeah. Yours says <laughs> so, something. Maybe I wrote that in in Marks a lot when you weren't looking at So, um, uh, Nikki Weaver, uh, you have uh, grandchildren. And, I have uh, many grandchildren. So for, for those listeners who uh, who have grandchildren, this is a great place to bring them. It's a wonderful and place. And spoil them. Wonderful place. And I want to remind everyone, too, that um, all the stores will be open 
for purchasing. We'll also have a lot of concessions here that we'll be selling. So it's the day before Mother's Day, you guys and you girls remember mom. And that's oh, a- no, 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 no. Let's be fair about this. I'll admit it. Okay? The women have already bought their presents. It's the guys who are doing the last-minute shopping. Well, there's plenty of stuff to select select from here. And let's also remind our listening audience, this is a free event, correct? That's right. So it's a really fun outdoor, get out in the fresh air. There's something of interest for everybody of every age. Great food. Um, You meet lots of nice people. It's sponsored by a terrific service organization, Red Hook Rotary. And also, Jonah, just a little segue. If somebody wanted to know more about Rotary in general, where would they go and what would they look for? We know if they're in the Red Hook area, they can join us uh, Tuesday mornings at 7.30 at the Bread and Bottle restaurant here in the heart of Red Hook. Bread and Bottle, Bread and Bottle, Bread and Bottle. Very good. You're hired, too, except for the y'all. (laughs) <laughs> you wouldn't know she was born That's in Brooklyn. That's very charming. You y'all. are charming. And if you're not in the Red Hook area and want to know more about Rotary, go to your website, rotary.org, click on the club locator button, type in your hometown, and join us for the fun, the food, and the fellowship. And uh, I want to thank uh, David Wright and Nikki Weaver for telling us a little about uh, Apple Blossom Day, inviting everybody to come. What day again, David? It's this Saturday, uh, May 11th, from 10 to 4 in the uh, downtown Red Hook Village. And, you know, we're going to have a 5K road race. That's right. And in just a minute, we're going to be joined by two of our Interact High School kids. Tell us all about that. But let's have a hand for Nikki Weaver and Dave Wright. It's Apple Blossom time in Red Hook. Red Hook Rotary's Apple Blossom Festival is Saturday, May 11th. Fun for the whole family. Great food and craft vendors. Get that last-minute gift for Mother's Day. It's Red Hook Rotary's Apple Blossom Festival. Saturday, May 11th, in the heart of Red Hook, New York. Welcome back, and uh, we've been joined by uh, two very charming young people, Declan Dwyer McNulty and Fiona Dwyer McNulty. Have you met? You have the same last name. We have met, actually, on a oh, number yeah. of occasions. Yes. Yeah. Brother um, and sister. Becoming a, a bit of a nuisance. Two great... Oh, no. So you want to hear what she says about you, Declan. You are... But two very fine young people who are members of Red Hook's Interact Club. Uh, Fiona, what's Interact? Um, it's kind of like the high school version of Rotary. All right. It's a service club for... High school people, right? Right. And uh, Declan, you're the president. I am the president. This and morning. I understand the Interact Club is doing something very special on Apple Blossom Day. We are. We're very excited to um, to kind of kick off the festivities um, for Apple Blossom Day that morning at 8 a.m. There is a road race starting at the Village Hall, which is just down the street from here. Right. We can um, see everything from this vantage point. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, the restaurant. I'm so loving this. It's a, it's a pretty great meeting place. I kind of wish yeah. the yeah. club did this. Awesome. And, uh, it's a 5K it race. It is not. It's actually 3.6. Uh, most road races um, yeah. are 5K, but uh, but actually the money goes toward this organization. Mm-hmm. Drop in the bucket. Well, that's the important part. Right. Which is where the proceeds go. Right. In Africa and and the average distance um, in across like sub-Saharan Africa that a woman will walk for water is is around 7k. So we were shooting for that 7k right. distance, right. which is about 3.6 miles. Okay. So, so you're making a connection. So it's a little over three and a half miles, right. which is kind of unusual, and um, and I, I think is actually part of the appeal of the race. Right. If someone's interested in wanting to sign up for it, where do they go? How do they do it? 
So, so if you're interested in signing up for the race, um, you can go to the Ontario Runners Club website, and if you go to their calendar, right. they'll have applications for all the coming races. Say that again, the website, please. Ontario Runners Club. Right. Okay. And Fiona, um, uh, what do you get for for joining up on this race? Um, you get a fun time. Fun time. <laughs> a fun time. Good time had by all. We also have prizes for the first three in each age right. group and for gender. And right. the prizes are all from local businesses. Okay. So that's all been donated? Are we, uh, are we doing a t-shirt this year? We'll um, be donating. We're trying. Yes. Uh, we're doing a t-shirt. We're going to try and do a t-shirt. And for old guys like me, can you walk instead of running? You can indeed walk. And for old guys like you, it's quite possible that you might still be first three in your age category. I was last year. You <laughs> we were, yeah. There's a um, reason for that. Tell even us. Even after so, all that. I was, the only, I was the only one of my age. <laughs> That's right. Well, that? all right, so we, we do have to say goodbye to our listeners. So once more, real quick, uh, tell us about the road race, when it is, and how to join up. Apple Blossom Day Fun Run, um, Saturday, May 11th at 8 a.m. Uh, check-in starts at 7.15, and it's at the Village Hall in Red Hook, New York. You can register online at OntarioRunnersClub.com. Just print out the registration form and mail it into us. And Fiona, for the young people listening at home, if they have an opportunity to join into that club, uh, tell them why they should do that. Um, you'll meet new friends, and it's a great opportunity to get out there and help your community. Okay. Jacqueline Dwyer McNulty and Fiona Dwyer McNulty, thanks so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thank you, Jonah. And who do we have to thank, Sarah, for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, this week Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, and Wallkill East. Here's to the Red Hook Rotary Club for hosting Radio Rotary. My thanks to the wonderful people here at the Bread and Bottle for hosting us and the Red Hook Rotary Club, and as well as to my co-host Sarah O'Connell. And thank you at home especially for tuning in. Be sure to join us again next week this time for another edition of Radio Rotary.